My name is Jonathan Vandaloo, and this is Sex in the University, a sex-positive podcast about navigating relationships and intimacy throughout college. Surprise, bitch! I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> it's part two of my episode with Matthew Liu, where we chat a bit more about the world of dating apps, navigating hookup culture within queer friend groups, and how being in a long-term relationship can affect one's relationship to sex. For you, like when you came to college, were you kind of just like done with it? You were done with like this, the novelty of it all? I was burnt out. I didn't, here's, okay. Tell me about first experiences. I feel like, I just feel like we need to educate human population right now. So I, like during my first experience, I was like the guy, because I just made up women before, because that happens in some of the young man's life. And then, I, the first guy I made out with was, I like said, I forgot my ID in his dorm after we were like playing cards or something. And we've been playing with friends and then we go back. And then I just was like, I didn't actually forget my ID. (laughs) And then he was like, yeah, I know. And then we kiss and then I had to leave. And then we like planned to meet up, right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember us going back and this will loop back to your question, I promise. I remember us going back yeah, yeah. and like, blah, 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 da, 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 da. I remember feeling really like weird about, um, cause he also like, we were just kissing for a while. And then it was like mm-hmm. kissing on the bed famously as sometimes happens when you're engaging in sexual activity. And then I was right, like- Right, right. When you, oftentimes you move, oftentimes you move. Yeah, sometimes you like be in one place and then time will pass and you will go to another place with right, right. the same person. And then, you know, and I remember it was just so awkward because I had a cast on at the time because I broke my wrist. <laughs> so my arm was caught in a 90 degree angle, like mm-hmm. permanently. And it was just like, this is kind of embarrassing. Wow. And then I remember like, we had to leave for check-in kind of soon. And I just remember going to like, wow, this is a really fun thing for me to put out on the internet, pull my pants down. Um, and I just remember him going to do the oral sex. And just, it was like, <laughs> so I was just like, this is the most unsexy I've felt in my entire life. With my arms stuck at a 90 degree angle. It was so awkward. <laughs> I feel like that just set the precedent of like awkwardness and just not really knowing yeah. at first to start. So I remember like just having so many insane things like that happen in high school. By the time I got to Northwestern, I was like, if I make eye contact with the gay person, I'm leaving. Like, You're leaving, yeah. Love them, respect for them all, strength to them all. But I feel like I came to campus and I was just really overwhelmed. And I was like, I don't know where to start. I don't know when to talk to people. I don't want to go to parties. I don't want to like do any, I just was like, it's so nice in theory, but in practice, it's just been so draining. And I don't know, I feel like also the, I'm curious with your experiences on Grindr or dating apps or just other things like that. Like, I feel like for me, I was just so unsure about the mess of like, so often I would want to have queer friends because I was like, that was always, there's always like a shorthand of having other queer friends that it was appreciated and nice 
Um, but then when it came to like having gay guy friends, it was always like, at least in high school, when it was a small high school, the mess of so much incestuous stuff. And so I remember just being like, I don't know how to navigate this. So I'm just gonna ignore it. Um, no, yeah, that's, that's so true. Um, and for me, it was like, for me, it was like, I, I came in elder, I was like an engineer. And then I was like, just like stayed in my little STEM bubble for a while. Um, just hooking up with literally like random people, random guys that like, like were older, weren't even in the same school just because I was like, um, I was just like, oh, like it's so frightening to be like exposed, like in like the public eye kind of like of Northwest, of like the Northwestern gay scene. Yeah. And do you mind if I ask, did most people you hook up with go to Northwestern in some capacity? Like, would you look for? No, like not at all until like, until literally sophomore, sophomore year. Hmm. Um, and then like that gone, that had gone on and I had, I had no, I had, I had no gay male friends. I think I'd like, my RA was like, two of my RAs were like bi and like, but they're female and they were my friends. Um, mm-hmm. But then like, it wasn't until like I joined like more of like a comedy slash like RTVF space um, at Northwestern where like joining like like a comedy club where I realized oh there's so it's so gay here you know like that's when I was like oh I'm and I'm friends with them and then I was like oh yeah there is like this sort of like incestuous kind of like everyone within the same club just like just like literally passes each other around kind of yeah and I was like but I kind of like had a deal I kind of like was like it makes sense because like a lot of these people probably didn't have like an experience like you right like that didn't have that in like high school so then like oh it's like they're just very like they're they're chomping at the bit they're obsessed with it you know (laughs) they're obsessed with gay sex (laughs) (laughs) so and I, I find myself like kind of like like participating and being like oh like well like this is interesting like and I literally you know current boyfriend like was through that was through yeah you heard it Matthew is single so (laughs) stop lusting after him you glutton that's also that's also one of my (laughs) identity one of my other identities is boyfriend having um boyfriend having Matthew deal with it and it was just like well if these people like it's it's almost kind of sad just because it's like I know that like a lot of these like gay communities and like in not in our just like not in just like Northwestern but like probably in so many colleges everywhere it's probably just like kind of this first exposure first like time of like doing literally anything so it feels like you kind of have to like do whatever you can to put your to get your like literal cock and balls out there you know like literal if, cock and balls. Like, like people have to know them well like um I don't know it's it's upsetting and that kind of that kind of I kind of like I don't regret having had that experience but it kind of made me um just wish one that I was like wish that I was like in a like a more of like a like more of like a gay context growing up you know being like oh like I don't have to like and like more of like maybe like not mentorship mentorship but like a a role model that like was like oh like it's literally not that 
amazing to like hook up with so many people you know and like it's just actually like you can just like be a normal person you don't have like you I don't know I feel like there's like this huge thing like we're being a equals like kind of like ravenous you know success equals having a lot of sex and supposed to success having good sex yeah um or just like even like without having the expectation like I kind of like I kind of regret my first few years at Northwestern where I like just went on grinder and like was going with like older men because I was like oh like I felt uncomfortable I still like had this I think like internalized homophobia where I was like I can't be perceived as gay by like my peers you know yeah like I can't be perceived or like or like even introduced into like these contexts because it would be like that's just like not what I'm used to and yeah yeah so it's very interesting I don't know like I'm I'm curious like since like since like your your freshman year was kind of cut short like you never really got to be in in like a physical like in like a physical space where it's like super super homo you know like, super a, like homo. a Norris no, moment no and I always find myself just wanting more gay people wherever I am like I'm just like I need like not even in a wanting to date type of way but just like to just echo what you said of like I just want more gay people around like I know they mm-hmm. exist they just don't feel like they can be there and I wish that wasn't the case I will say the medium through which we met twitter.com yeah. has offered me the chance to be rejected by many gay men in a really, <laughs> like, public rude way which is so funny because I just would like to publicly say that uh-huh. I feel as though I am average looking enough to be attractive without being intimidating or to have like a complex or anything. So just for Mm. everyone at home, this is unrelated. I just feel like it's kind of rude that you're not acknowledging that, first of all. Second of all, (laughs) I had someone fucking reject me by saying, actually, I'm 23. And so because, or no, I forget, no, 23. I just turned 22. And because you're a class of 2023, just like, that's like kind of, yeah, like that's like underclass, which I was like, first of all, that's hilarious. Do I know that? Do I know that person? Absolutely. Absolutely. You do. (laughs) Okay. I already know. I already know. Yeah. And then there's literally literally two options in my mind, but there are two um, options. And mind you, this motherfucker literally slid into my friend's DMs two months ago. Who's in my year. I know who you are, bitch. Second of all, um, I have been rejected by two other Twitter gays on Grindr, I reach out to them on separate, literally just saying hi. First time, I didn't have a profile pic. Patrick Cott, previous guest, I already called him on Twitter. <laughs> I literally just said hi and then sent a photo of my face and he blocked me and deleted the <laughs> conversation, which is like, just say, anyway. And then yeah. this other one. So all this to say, like, don't worry, I've still been rejected many times, which I think is so funny and I'm not petty about it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even rejected yeah, yeah. today by another person who we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but okay, it was okay, so okay. funny. Yeah, I just feel like my experience so far has just been a limited window as to who's gay on Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I know there are more people, but then because there's not as many opportunities, the sting of rejection is just like so much more potent. 
and I'm yeah. just like, this is so fun. I love you college. need you kind of need those though. Like not to be like you needed this, but you I feel like those are so have have built me that have built me up so much more than like literally and like literally any mid mid interaction I've had like on Grindr you know it's just like because you have to deal you're gonna have to deal with it at some point right like I remember what was it (laughs) I don't know who it was but it was it was a northwestern gay and it was like and I I think I said like oh literally hi and they literally just said LMAO (laughs) (gasps) and I was like yeah I get it I get it that's so mean and literally like I I'm here I'm here better for it because I'm just like I think it it's like literally a practice in like it's a practice in like humility and not not to be like oh like as and not even like joking it's literally a practice in humility be like okay like anytime where like I like anytime where I feel like oh like I deserve the world like I as a gay man like can do whatever I'm like oh well there's actually a lot more problems there's actually a lot more problems to it like there is you know I don't know it's a it's a loaded thing but yeah funny funny it is it is is awkward when you realize that other people have motivations and desires of their own that don't actually match up with the story you crafted in your head and then you have yeah uh okay I guess that's fair for you to live out your life and your truth yeah yeah so we're why are we but why are we decentering me why are we of it all why are we decentering me from your penis I don't (laughs) I feel like I should. Oh, um, and it's so, it's funny just being like, oh, um, like seeing my, I remember like literally seeing my boyfriend on kind of like when I was a sophomore or a freshman and I didn't interact with him. And I, I remember the photo and like now that we're dating, I'm like, like, you have it for I, I saw it. I see you. I see, I see you. And I'm curious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so curious if I just like message him earlier, message him earlier, tap that fucking fire, that fire button. I haven't been on it in a while, but that's like, what would have happened, you know? But it's kind of also like toxic to think about. Well, timing, just like timing does. Yeah. Like timing happens the way it happens. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask how you said you guys met through the comedy scene and you've been together for how long at this point? Like a year and a half, even. (gasps) Um, Yeah, literally. Um, It's we're just under just under a year and a half. I don't know. Like we we met. It's funny. Like uh, it's funny because like I was effectively like talking to one of his friends before him um and that ended that ended like fine that was like a it was a fine ending um and then I remember he kind of he literally poked me on Facebook um oh hey on on in my junior year fall and I was like okay this is this guy is what the fuck is this guy doing that's the horniest thing my entire literally I was just like this is I'm I'm this is not to me in my head I was like oh this is not sexual this is not even a thing so I would just like uh, and we had like we went to the same party the next day and I was like so you're a Facebook poker interesting <laughs> and then we just had like that was like literally our first one of our first like conversations 
um and then like it kind of was one of those things where like we kept on going like different parties with each other um i like relayed that i like wanted we were supposed to go to like this continuation this at post game pretty much of a party and he wasn't coming and i expressed to one of his friends like oh like i wish he was here and he and she was like kind of like oh like why and i was like oh because he's hot you know um because i want to hold his hand and talk about my life on the beach yeah literally um and so that that message obviously got relayed back and then we started talking but i don't know and and so yeah so like that was that's kind of like an ode to like this weird like incestuous like weird moment of like the gay scene in northwestern you're like oh like and i'm as as you might know already or will soon know it's like oh like literally you are like eskimos with like yeah i've been rejected by roommates (laughs) by your own roommates no by people who are roommates (laughs) okay okay no but yeah like so but i mean it's like sort of there's like this web this web of like of gay interaction at Northwestern where like literally everyone is completely intertwined. Um, but yeah. it's it's hell, but it's kind of beautiful at the same time. I mean, it brought you guys together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Comedy, um, comedy is the, yeah, comedy produced this moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Um, but are you I, I just heard I just got that email that like at all classes are gonna be online um for Northwestern. So I'm I'm sure that like or no, what was it? No, in, in person. person. In all person. in person, sorry. Dude, I was so afraid sure... for a brief second, I just had a heart attack. <laughs> but yeah. No, I wanted to stir the pie. I wanted obviously wanted to cause drama after I've graduated. Um being on this podcast, I'm like, oh I'm graduated, but I'm graduated, but I still want the attention. <laughs> also, this is the perfect but, time to um, be able to purge. This is the perfect bridge. Yeah, exactly. Um, what was oh, like, since everything's going to be in person, I'm sure, like, it's going to be an absolute nightmare this coming fall in terms yeah. of, like, everyone's going to be hornier than ever. Yeah. No, I agree. It's going to be weird. And I feel yeah. like I'm curious. Well, I feel like this, I don't know. I feel like you can relate, any person can relate to this, especially what you were saying, like having to navigate, okay, floodgates are open, but then how do I know, like, because the truth of the matter is we're all deep down secretly looking for some type of just real connection. That doesn't necessarily mean marriage or relationship, whatever, but like, I feel like that's kind of at the end of the day what all human beings would somewhat appreciate. And I feel like it can be hard when you have to go from being like, okay, I, as a human, want to learn how to have sex, air quotes, or, like, figure out what I want, try things with a bunch of different people, da 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 But then, sometimes, that type of mentality doesn't always lend itself to a relationship type beat that well, where it's, like, going from being, like, oh, outside of just, oh, I'm, I'm going to, like, hook up with this person for the validation of it to, like, wait, is there something else there? Like, right yeah. now, wait, like, we could actually be in a relationship. This is interesting. Because I feel like I've had a few experiences so far, not like experiences as in hookups or sexual stuff, but just the thing of, I think myself included and a lot of people I know are coming out of this not knowing what they want because they there haven't been many options to do anything for a really long time that some people are like, 
I want to fuck as many people as possible, but also I think I want to have an intimate relationship for once. Cause I like, how do I get back into hooking up with people again? If I haven't been, yeah. or if I have, it's like, I'm actually so tired of it. And now I can have the chance for it. I think that it's kind of sensory overload right now of like figuring out how to figuring out what, what everyone wants. Like now yeah. there are more yeah, options absolutely. than there have been. I was like, so thankful that like throughout this pandemic and like even in especially especially throughout the pandemic and like even in like post pandemics if it ever gets there um i know that we're still in a pandemic technically but um and like the transition into like normalcy like I i was literally and this is also not a brag like being like with my boyfriend was so like important because like i don't know what my mental state would have been if I was like doing pandemic like single because like yeah the like feelings of like loneliness like validation and shit like that were probably like I'm sure like intense like during that time and like yeah as we transition into this new post post COVID like era it's going to be like a lot it's going to be like yeah sensory overload like there's going to be so many like men kind of like trying to like instigate things trying to um yeah I don't know like even like like one thing about like one thing coming from like going out is that like I feel like going out to like bars or like parties and stuff like attracts a lot of like drama does that do you know what I mean by that like kind of like weird micro interactions that like become issues and stuff like that yes people are so like yes and so, like, I'm, especially when you're, like, like drunk and, like, being reckless, like, so, like, having him as, like, a, like, literally as a rock during that transition, transition, I'm, like, oh, like, I don't have to, like, engage with so much craziness because, like, we are, we're, like, together, you know, and we can kind of just, like, observe the world go into, go up in flames a little bit, which is kind of, um, never see, literally, yeah, it's, it's, I feel lucky to have that, but um, yeah, y'all stay easy. <laughs> Can I ask two gay questions? Yeah. One, do you feel like being in a relationship has changed your perspective on who you were and what you wanted when you were like hooking up with people before you were in a relationship for a while now that it's been like a long-term? And then two, do you feel like being in a long-term relationship has changed your relationship to sex? Hmm. Totally. I mean, like, I think it's for the first one, like, oh, like who I was ho- hooking up with, like, slash who, did you say like who I was hooking up and like who I was? Yeah. Or like who you, like what you wanted. Yeah. Like who, yeah. yeah I mean, I think that like, it was a lot more, I, I was really like ready. I was really thirsty for a relationship for like a lot of my college, for all of a lot of my time at college. Mm-hmm. I, think I was really like ready for that. I just wanted that to happen until like, until um, I was talking to like, until like the guy, the guy that before my boyfriend, you know what I mean? Like I was talking to this guy before, before Rocco and I, had this experience where I was like oh I really want this relationship and then 
after him, I was like, oh, I don't want a relationship at all. Like, I'm not looking for that right now. And then, like, even when I started talking to Rocco, I'm like, this is so, like, like, honestly, like, hilarious. This is so funny that this is happening. And, like, um, that I'm kind of, like, falling for this person. So, like, okay, trigger warning, love. Trigger warning, love. Um, love. But, like, and so I was like, oh, okay, I, like, but like after after having like the, this relationship with him, I was like, oh, when people say like, oh, like relationships don't come when you like want them to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so true. And like in terms of what I want from a relationship, I like thought I wanted like someone who was like, I don't know, like me and me and me and Rocco are like so name drop. Me and Rocco are so different as people and I thought that I wanted someone that was like all like so so very like like similar to me I don't know I think we also like I think we also in media kind of like expect that like the people that we're dating are going to be exactly who we see like on tv you know like like very simple people you know simple archetypes especially when you're like grasping for like any sort of like um vestige of like gay a gay gay experience you kind of like turn I'm so I like really held on to like gay gay characters and in media that are very like single like single-minded like not not abstract or like complex whatsoever so I was kind of thinking of like oh like who is what form is this person gonna come in like jock or like warp Devin Chris Warbler or Chris Warbler. Like, or Jonathan Middle Twink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I think when I like after talking after like being in this relationship, like, oh like um relationships are, are not like perfect, they're gonna be very complex. Like, I don't know, it's kind of like very cliche shit that can be pretty like pretty much attributed to like any relationship, but like yeah. um I don't know. And in terms of like, what was the second question? Oh, like, uh, has being in a relation long term relationship affected your relationship with sex? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think, I think that like, before before, I was in this relationship, I was like, oh, perform. Sex is like a performance, you know. Like, it's it's like a one and done kind of deal. Like, because everything was kind of like. And my experience was like hookup-y. Mm-hmm. So I have to be on my A game and like I felt like super embarrassed if like anything went wrong. Yeah. Um being absolutely like yeah, it, it I realized that like I had sex before this relationship brought on so much more dread than it actually was pleasure. You know, I was I kind of like I, I think I kind of like for a moment like resented it. I was just kind of like, oh, like this is all I need this was something I needed to do just to like have a have like a semblance of self-worth self-worth or like um be be in the eye of like the northwestern community even yeah but then like I realized that like oh like and be and because of that like I really felt like I needed to perform um in the bed but then like now that I'm with rock it's like sex is like so much more of like a 
like a like a dynamic thing you know like there's it's never going to be the same thing like it's sometimes I'm sometimes one of us are just like oh like we just don't want to have it you know like and if someone if one of us doesn't have it then the other person just has to deal with it you know what I mean like yeah yeah and so like because of that and because of because of that like it's been super good because I feel a lot less stressed about it I feel a lot less stressed about it and I don't even think I could like be in be at a point where like I don't care about the person I'm like having sex with because like then it like will bring me back to that place where like it has to be performance it has to be perfect and like yeah but if it's with someone that like I know that I like give a fuck about then like it doesn't there doesn't have to be like any expectation that's that's so interesting just because I, I feel like what you said about the performance makes me think of when I was in high school unfortunately where it was like I remember the stakes of the stakes of being like this person can just disappear I remember my internal log internal mono, internal log my internal monologue <laughs> being you can fuck up and then that person's just never going to want to talk to you again and yeah. so don't fuck up. And like, that's such a stressful mentality. Then I remember it getting worse when I would see that there were other options for other, like this, this person that I wanted to be with had options about other people and they had this and they, their body did that and they sounded like this and they were really talented or they had all these other, th- and it was like, yeah, I, I just really appreciate the way you said that because I feel like I want to encourage people to have casual sex if that's what they want. But I know Mm -hmm. that personally, there have been a lot of times where I've thought that that's what I wanted Mm -hmm. and it really wasn't, it was more, I was being motivated by, like you said, like just wanting to perform well. Um, Yeah. And I think like what you said too, about being in a long-term relationship and just it getting to focus on pleasure. Right. And being like Mm -hmm. having there be space for a dialogue because you know that it's not a, uh, uh it's not just like a flash bang thing it's like yeah exactly love, <laughs> flash like, bang. Trigger, trigger warning love like literally disorient <laughs> what if i censored the word what if i just like every time we said love i put a bleep sound effect <laughs> <laughs> no like the it is it's so it's so rare it's so rare to have a love like this shut the fuck up <laughs> but that's cool. Good. no that's cool no yeah that's so cool no yeah and it's like it is like it's definitely like become my personality and all my friends i'm like oh like sorry i'm like yeah kind of kind of to circle back i'm like oh i'm happy like i have a job like i, <laughs> I have a boyfriend you know even though like obviously like day to day I I struggle with like crippling like anxiety but like but like it's like it's like um you know it's just become a really fun a really fun joke for the for the masses the masses every time you when you tweeted I'm the first happy man to graduate from Western I pissed my pants for weeks that was really funny well it's true name name one other I can't it's undeniable you can't you can't you can't it's a fact. Do you yeah. mind if I ask, um, like, what it was like for your parents to meet your boyfriend or, like, family and boyfriend merger experiences? 
I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm still actually not out to my dad, but <gasps> that's brave. <laughs> um, but I think he is. He's whatever. Anyways, he. Uh, that is so brave. That is so brave. Rock. But like, he's met everyone else, um, my boyfriend, and it's been. It was actually super easy. Like, he came home with me earlier this year and part of my family met yeah my family met him just like over sushi and it was so simple it was so easy like I um I really was scared about it especially because like I have three old I have three older siblings and like one of them being my very straight brother who like is man who's like manly man as hell you know like so stressful (laughs) yeah he's he's like very um yeah, he's just very like mas- masculine, like broy. Like he was in he was an SAE at his at his at his school. Um, so I was like, okay, well, this literally could go anywhere. Oh. Um, but it but he 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 was so good. He was so like accommodating, and I'm like very thankful for that. But I mean, like obviously, every after when I came out to him, like he was kind of just like. He was took by a, he was took by it took him by a surprise but like he was like I remember he he like um he like called me and texted or texted me and was just like oh like it changes it changes the nothing like it was that stereotypical like heart like kind of like heartwarming story mm-hmm. um and he was he kind of like I think was emotional about it because like I I was like I thought that I um. I thought that he would take it like pretty poorly so I think that he was emotional about that like I don't know like probably because like maybe he thought that it caused me like unnecessary stress to come out and like um so yeah it was just it was really good it was really good um experience to do that but it was yeah it's bottom line so easy would recommend (laughs) bottom line effortless no effort. Yeah. Actually, no effort. Yeah. It truly was. I'm gonna check my computer. I'm relocating so I can. Matthew is being brave and charging his computer. Yes. Um. But have you had like a like? Have you like ever brought a, a man to your a to your family? Cooler. So I have not i had a very short-term boyfriend um senior year of high school that was really not serious like he was he is he's fine he's still alive he is Mm -hmm. a really sweet guy but Mm -hmm. we there was a i'm just gonna say it he was a furry (laughs) um he did not really make that clear in any type uh-huh. of way and then uh he had like an art account that he like and this did not come into our sex life first of all that did not mm-hmm. come into any type of thing but there was a there were just different priorities and there were different things we were in different places a different so it honestly was more <laughs> of a very trusting friends with benefits than an actual relationship okay. uh, so that's my really fun way of saying that I deserve better. Um, it wasn't going to work out. It wasn't going to no. work out. No. <laughs> Furry exists. Furry exists. Heart 
emoji, but it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I like I didn't break up with him because of anything furry related. It it wasn't even that apparent. And then yeah, I mean he had a he had a whole art account and it was like, oh yeah, I have this mouse character for my art account. Yeah, I, I do hashtags about furries because it it's good promo. And I said, okay. Was funny so all that to say um no i have not uh mm-hmm. also not to be vulnerable on the pot or anything but i don't have that close relationship with my family mm-hmm. um just because of life in general so i i don't think that if i had a relationship it would really be on my mind or like a priority to do any type of merger i see yeah um but it's always a weird, I feel like Happiest Season has unfortunately taken over the being gay to introducing your family to your partner pipeline. And I'm like, <laughs> there's so many different ways that that goes than that. Yeah. Then, da, da, da. Um, yeah. Do you mind if I ask if Rocco met your dad, even though your dad doesn't know that you were good? No, he, he did not. It, it was so funny just because like when he rock when Rocco came he we needed to make like living rooming housing accommodations because like, I kind of felt like you know if I bring one friend from college to my home and I'm like hey this is just my friend but he this is just my friend and he's staying in, in our house and like Rocco's like um like outwardly proud and gay so I'm like it wouldn't it wouldn't go like it wouldn't be like oh this is just his friend it'd be like there's he would know that something was up pretty much yeah I don't know like it's I wanted him to I wanted them to like at least meet um just because I constantly talk about like how similar we are me and, my, me and my dad to him but I, so I wanted him to just like be able to compare but no that never happened um and maybe for the better maybe for the better so true so wise um, trigger warning love trigger warning love trigger warning love and the compromises that you make yeah um but so I don't know I, I'm I'm kind of just like thinking about like oh moving forward with my my relationship with him I'm like is that ever gonna happen and am I even gonna come up to my dad you know like is that is that gonna happen it's it's always a it's it's a scary position just because I'm thinking since I'm done with college I'm effectively financially independent like period does that does that does that conversation happen because it's like way easier now you know yeah, I don't think people take into account the things that you have to think about in certain situations um, in terms of, like, just yeah. you said, of yeah. kind of having to have... Having- a lot of people are, like, a lot of people are just, like, oh, like, just just come out, just do it, you know? Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? I'm, like, well, there's, fun. there's money on the line. Not to be, like, not to be so money-obsessed, but I'm, like, oh, there's money on the line, you know? there's. But, but are you even money-obsessed if it's, like, I need food and rent. <laughs> yeah, I need stability on the line. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It's, I, I think it's a, 
it's kind of a non-issue at this point but yeah. um at some point at some point and I, and I feel like in these types of situations you if it feels if you wouldn't feel good doing it in the moment it's like I don't know I feel like especially what you said about talking about being impulsive there was probably a certain type of gut feeling that came with that impulsivity when you made like all those other choices you made before where it's mm-hmm. like that's the type of thing that you definitely want to know you don't it's not going to feel good to do probably but it would definitely be like something that you would at least have a like an internal little barometer being like is this even possible at this point yes yeah no. yeah totally it's like and that's just something i'll have to deal with uh but you know it, it is so funny to come out to just be like hey like just wanted to let you know i'm good and it's like it literally is like the most embarrassing thing like because sometimes it can be like oh they literally don't give a fuck or you're kind of just like in this really intense moment where it's uncomfortable you know like yes and it's, i don't know i kind of i kind of <laughs> i kind of like um trivialize how like how like uh how intense it could be but how like meaningful it could be for someone but it is genuinely the funniest thing to ever do is to say that oh my god it's so it's just like in what world do you have to because also i think the thing that's so funny about it for me is the fact that you often have to derail any type of important conversation or moment that's happening to get someone's attention to be like by the way i'm gay (laughs) Yeah, you're like, okay, like family meeting, family meeting in five in the living room. I'm not going to do that shit. Yeah. Like, just so you guys know, uh, just so I can tell you all at once, I remember Dan Howell, when he made his 42 minute video about coming out, which was so funny to me. He talked about <laughs> when he told his email, he told his family by email, by sending an email chain, being like, yeah, like, I don't know what else to do it. And I just want you all to know. So I'm sending you this email chain. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's actually so fucking good. I think that's it's so iconic. Funny. And he was like, yeah. "Yeah, like I don't really care if you get uncomfortable. I hope you don't, obviously, but this is what's <laughs> up." Bye. That's so, a good. Oh before that's before we close out the episode, do you have any advice, like either for your past self, or just for the future generations? or just like nuggets and pearls of thoughts that you would like to toss out into the universe? Um, literally, I feel like there's so much, but like, and it's all related to gay pretty much because that was my, defi- this was like my, that was like the, the thing I was grappling with most over college, but like, mm um get off get off your get off your apps you know like I think that was so that was something that I needed to do way earlier especially when especially when I started tying my self-worth with like like you know people I was hooking up with I just that was like that was the most obvious clue to just like cut it off but obviously people Obviously, I didn't, you know, because it's 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 fun and like hooking up is funny and like it's a story to tell. But sometimes you can be like, you know, kind of like progressively traumatic and like not something you want to do. 
Also, apps can be very flop city. Yeah, very flop city. But that was so deep for no reason. Another nope. one, another one, get a job. Get a job. Um, the video of T.S. Madison where she's like, suck a dick, get a job, step your pussy. No. Wait, what? <laughs> T.S. Madison has a video where she's like, combing her hair and she's going all the she's i forget what she just before but she's like suck a dick get a job step your pussy up and it's the best thing it's the most it's like motivational speakers motivational speakers beware it's so funny i think yeah i mean in lieu of like anything i just said please just play that video no but employment is sounds very important become financially stable legends out there do it mm-hmm Guys, gals, Matthew, this was such an amazing episode. <laughs> this was so fun. I'm glad that you. So are... nice to like actually verbally communicate with you for the first time. Yeah, I think it's insane. I think that's so funny. Fun fact: we've never spoken conversation. This is our. That's. Can I ask how what type of person you thought I was going to be like based off of my Twitter? Mm. Well. I think that me and you kind of have similar Twitter styles. So I was in my head, I was like, oh, he's going to be like, like similar to me, but um, you're a lot more well-spoken than me. I ramble a fuck ton. So that was a, that was a a nice thing to, to discover. mm, mm, Thank you. That was (laughs) a compliment that as a host of a podcast, I didn't know how to thank you. Thank you. Um, it's really representation matters, guys. And uh, representation matters. Yeah the the you are gay in me recognizes the you are gay in you. You are you are gay. Realize you are you are gay. Realize. Do you do you? Hey, how, okay. <laughs> you are gay. You are gay. You are gay. Is what yeah, I meant to say. <laughs> realize, realize, realize. You are yeah. gay. You are gay. You are gay. <laughs> Wait, there are so many amazing potential titles of episode. I might just have to drop them all in the description. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, guys, keep listening. I hope you listened to this whole episode. Or if you didn't, I will come to your home and throw a piece of uh, a paper I plan at your face and be like, stop. Go back and listen to it all, bitches. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. we're still trying to get viral. Keep that up. Keep that going. Get us viral. Spread the word. Repost make us more popular than the Ben Ramos show. Um, <laughs> um, no disrespect to that show. I just want to take over the world. Ben, I think you're funny. Um, and that's that's it for this week's episode. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.